Here we go again, huh? We've been grinding hard on the job. Can't take that from us. Welcome back to the one and only Minorities Report Film Podcast, the review edition. And this is your colorful perspective into The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 5, entitled Truth. Your fair minorities are here. We are back. We're reporting for duty. My name is Raul, and here with me, I got my boy, Mr. Mo Shama. Hello, everyone. And also here with me, I got Miss Drizzy Dre. What's up? And back for this MCU end of series breakdown, it's the one, the only, Mr. Colby Mack. What up? Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy, Colby Mack, and I'm back, back, back. <laughs> Yes, he is. Oh, man, like I said, we're back. We're going to be breaking down uh, this episode five. It's the penultimate episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Before we do, make sure you give the show a follow at mreportpod. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Make sure you check out the site for all written content, all the goodies. That's mreportpod.com. And make sure you leave us a, uh, a review on Apple Podcasts. That, uh, that helps people find us, helps us climb the charts. Uh, takes like 10 seconds. We appreciate it. So, yeah, leave us a review. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review on there. We and appreciate it. your review might help viewers get a more accurate depiction <laughs> of our podcast and less of a more butt-hurt audience. I don't even know what to say to this. We got a review from I, – I will spill the tea. I'm not scared. We got a you review know. from somebody who gave us a one-star review because they disagreed with us. Not because we are well-educated, not because we did our research, not because we are professionals, not because we put our heart and soul into this, but because they disagreed with us. And as a woman, I know how this feels day to day. So you can take your sorry butt hurtness and get out of here. So we would really appreciate it if those of you who actually like us and appreciate good content would take five minutes out of your day to write us a more appropriate five-star review. Well the said. Five minutes is daunting. Well though. said. <laughs> five minutes is daunting. It takes less than one minute. <laughs> wow. I can't even. Uh, also, two things of note before we get into this one me and Dre are traveling. We're up in uh, in DC, and uh, we don't have we we forgot the microphone adapter, so we're recording through our computer because this got to get done. Uh, so if our my our, our audio sounds a little down this time, that is why. Number two. So this is a have... message to Apple that like they need to eliminate the number of dongles for us to travel with. Like we have to <laughs> um, put, like, yeah, let's different see. ones. Like, yeah, you need to eliminate the number of dongles. <laughs> we're tired of all these dongles. Um, two. We had a listener reach out. I just want to say right no now, lie. I was very restrained by not making a joke. I was this close. Listen, this close. me too. I thought it, I was like, <laughs> we appreciate you restraining yourself. Uh, number two, we had a listener reach out, no lie, uh, and say they com- actually complained, actively complained. They said, I listened to all the episodes and I am reaching out to complain on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier 
episodes one through four breakdown. I said, well, I didn't have to ask. They told me why. They said, as a fan of the comics, I feel that you guys were missing the element of what this all means through the lens of the comics. And for that reason, I wasn't a fan of that episode. And to that, I say, I am not here. I I cannot judge this show based on what the comics say or do. I can only judge the show based on what is presented to me in the show. Yeah, we we uh, we uh, give you unbiased reviews. Yeah, and that's fair I'm enough. Not, yeah, fair I'm enough. not going to sit here and say, "Yo, this is really good" because of what it means in the comics. No, I don't care what it means in the comics. I care what is presented to me, and that's what I am judging. That's what I'm reviewing. That's what we are here to review. And if think- we talk about the comics, that's extra. That's just a bonus. Like it's just like this bonus. Is, but like at the end of the day, we have to grade this according to what is presented to us. And we are not comic book experts. I think we're all there. I think Colby is the biggest comic expert here. And he he does not read all of them. And we mentioned lots of things about the comics last time. Also, like uh, the MCU is inspired by the comics, like mainly taking like the main core, but like they change lots of things. Like Zemo's character, like they they definitely changed completely from the comics. But like the the main characters are taken from the core, but everything else is like inspired by mixing and matching lots of incidents and put them together. But apparently, negative publicity is good publicity because this is this show's doing great. The last <laughs> episode, it's got so many views. <laughs> so thanks. Uh, but now we're here. Hey, this is what you came for. We are going again. Full spoilers. Uh, no holds barred. Breakdown episode five. This episode had a lot going on, so it's almost scene by scene, basically. Falcon and a Soldier. Episode 5, Truth. Sam Wilson, Bucky Barnes, Baron Zemo, John Walker, and Carly Morgenthau must all deal with the fallout from their actions. Created by Malcolm Spellman, directed by Carrie Scotland. So like I said, a lot happens in this episode. For me, best episode so far. Like, wait, wait. Are you saying that with a straight face or you're just trying to be funny to like make me mad? Let me look. Let me look. Yes. <laughs> continue. <laughs> continue, my friend. I like it's really it's intense and it's it's well written. I still like prefer like episode four more because of like the like the changes and like the unprecedented things that happened in it. But I I agree with you that here this one um is very is very well written. I think this is the first episode that fully encapsulates what I think they were trying to accomplish. And it's what a lot of people are saying. It's A lot of people are like, well, this is a very character-driven show. And we're getting to see them grow. We're getting to see their personal lives. We're going to see what it all means and how it all comes together as it molds the MCU moving forward. And this is the first one that I didn't go, what? is going on like what is the point of all of this what am i looking at like why do i care about all this like it's the first one that i was just like okay this feels like it's going somewhere this means me this feels meaningful and it's the first one that i actually feel like they did something maybe that's just me but we're gonna go through it the show opens up as we know last episode john walker killed a man <laughs> that's the brutally <laughs> murdered somebody <laughs> 
He killed a man. So this show, this episode starts, and he's on the run. I like that they pick up right where where last episode ended. He's he's clearly just taken off. He's on the run. Um, he's losing it, right? He's kind of he's talking to himself. He's remembering Lamar. He's trying to almost justify to himself what he has done. Bucky and Sam show up. They talk him down until they ask for the shield. And no lie, like as I'm watching this. I see it in their eyes. <laughs> and actually, he, John Walker, looks down. And it, you can tell that he's like, he's thinking about what they're saying. He's processing it. All right, I see. And then I go, in my mind, no, 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 not yet, not yet. You got to wait, bro. It's not the time. <laughs> yeah, don't ask. <laughs> don't don't ask. And then he's just like, hey, I, I need the shield back. And, and like, you see it in his eyes. And I go, ooh, bad timing. <laughs> he was not off the ledge yet, bro. <laughs> like, you. He was not off yet. Um, Colby, I'll throw it at you. Did they mess up by asking so soon? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think my dude was going to go without a fight to begin with. And obviously, this episode was geared towards a fight. That's all everybody was talking about. That's all that was teased in the trailers for this particular episode, which I'm so happy that I really don't pay attention to those because I think it kind of it doesn't help this show's case, at least for me, right? Like how much they kind of drum this up. And then it was funny that you get the title card after the big fight, right? So it almost doesn't even feel a part of the episode. And to be honest with you, that's how I'm treating it. That fight, it had to be done, right? Like they, they, they like it had to be done in order to move things forward. And then I recognized mm-hmm. something like after the fight, I like a lot of the show. It's all the transition moments to get from different like character moments that I don't like. Mm. So this felt like just a very long transition moment that on paper seemed like it'd be really, really cool. But then also at the same time felt comes across a bit contrived, but yeah. Could they just have not said anything? Yeah. But Bucky wanted to say something. Bucky's been wanting to say something for a long time. My dude's been like, wait, <laughs> like the way he looks, he's not even looking at him. What, what, what was the, what was the line? I know Dre knows it. What, what was the line that he says? Like, it's really effing cool how he says it. No, I don't remember the line. When well, he said, you, you don't want to do this? Yes, we do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a really yeah, good line. Yeah, we do. Yeah. That was a really good line. Yeah, we do. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. But step back, step back, step back. These two are Avengers. And they act like they haven't been around entitled white boys before. <laughs> Listen, you don't, <laughs> Bucky you don't ask Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you don't ask Thor for his hammer. You don't take Tony Stark's suit. These boys do not like to share. So <laughs> I don't understand why they're acting like this is not going to end well. Yeah. Colby, I feel like you threw a little bit of shade at this scene. Shama, I don't know where you're at. I love this. First off, I love this pre-fight scene. Right? I do. I, I think, I feel like even though I wasn't happy with, I, even though I wouldn't have done it, I feel like it made sense that he asked. He's just like, I don't know if he's going to take off. We need the shield, bro. He He put it all out there, but like, this scene, including the fight, right, that breaks out as soon as this conversation is over, um, for me, is the best fight scene in the show because of the stakes and the emotions. I think the stakes and the emotions are so high, and it's the first fight scene where emotionally I am attached to every character that is here. Like, I feel some sort of way towards John Walker. I feel very, like, I love Bucky personally. He's one I of love my favorites. Bucky too. I so, love like, Bucky. I'm very attached to him. And I know that he, I mean, he is portraying 
as much as he can being 70 plus years, you know, almost 100, 100 years old. Yeah. Um, and, and being cold and, and, and aged, um, I, I, he is portraying that like his hurt for this, for like, he needs this. It's almost like we got to get this back. And I feel like he's portraying that really well. And I feel really attached to his emotions. And I feel really attached to Sam's emotions for the first time in the show in this scene. And so for me, the stakes and the emotions put this fight sequence like at the highest. I feel like they were emotional. It was emotional. I was emotional. Shama, where, where were you at? It was so emotional. It um, it it sent the message that they were trying to to do throughout the entire show from the beginning. Even the way the action was done. Remember that scene between Vision and Vision in WandaVision and we said like the action is not the same way we're expecting? Here, w- sure. without any kind of visual effects, but we got the intensity of good action scene like the MCU. Um, um, combining the emotions, combining their facial reactions, combining what they feel and uh, w- how we relate to them, I think it delivered what they wanted to do in that uh, scene, in that sequence. I agree. I agree. So I realize what I'm missing now. I went back and I rewatched the episode in preparation for this uh, for this podcast. And um, <sighs> Kobe, why are you always missing something? I will never forget. <laughs> I will Yo, never Dre's coming out forget. Strong, bro. Like when you tore apart WandaVision yeah. and then our first Falcon in the Winter Soldier episode, you were like, you know, I rewatched it and it wasn't <laughs> as bad as I And I'm like, bro, <laughs> it's too late. No, 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 I think that my points off of like initial viewing are valid. And I think that going back, you can see something from a different, like, because there's things that I, I missed on. Sure, but sure. what I was going to say though, is that what I'm missing in the fight is I'm missing Winter Soldier. I realized that like most of this season has been Bucky. Mm. Like there's an intimidation yeah. to the Winter Soldier that you got from Captain America, sure. the Winter Soldier that sure. we got in the flashback at the beginning in episode one. That I'm like, sure. I'm yeah. missing that like this. Like he's a, he's a unit. This dude is a problem, right? And I even miss sure, yeah. hearing his arm like the <laughs> like I, I miss that, bro. And I don't maybe get he's it trying anymore. to be more human, yeah. try to use his mind, I, his skills, his ways. Yes. I think it's both of what you're saying, Colby. I'm totally tracking with you. Oh my yeah, god, crazy! <laughs> but um, the, he was more—he was less thinking, and it seemed like he was more memorized and and like more the- reactive. Um, almost like his moves were memorized, and he didn't have to think so much. And yes, and I think you're right, Shama. He is more human in this, which. Does he have to be? I don't think he does. I feel like they just downplayed him. I think it's also one of those things. I think it's also one of those things that we have to remember, and I'm going to touch on this later. We have to remember that we've teamed up Sam, right, a.k.a. the Falcon, and Bucky, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier, kind of, um, once was. uh, And Sam is a very normal human being that just happens to be really skilled with these wings, and he's a pretty good fighter, right? And Bucky is a super soldier. And so they almost like, yes, he could do a lot of this on his own, but like we, we have to almost bring him down. And I think I agree. I think we have gotten less winter soldier in this. And I wonder if it's because, you know, we need to kind of downplay him a little bit. I but you were that, even I mean, saying you while you were watching it, you were even saying while you were watching the fight, like if they don't wipe the floor with this guy, I'm going to be upset. Oh, I said that. And I yeah. even got frustrated because 
we see that his arm starts like like staticking and i was like oh great they took him out of the fight because like <laughs> he should win this fight right yeah. easily he's more experienced as a super soldier but of course his, his arm's going to malfunction like i'd rather see so. sam trying to pull bucky like holding him back right because it's the one yeah. time where right. the entire show, yes. Bucky has wanted oh, to show off good. on this dude, right? And I think it would have it, – it, granted, I, I like I said, the, the, the biggest thing that I love about this entire series is the character moments. I think it's some of the best character moments in writing sure. in all of the MCU. Um, um, and that's like being played as spades. And I think that – I wonder if that would have like even like heightened how effective the scene that comes when he's back in Louisiana, even more for having to pull him off um, – but like I just I, – I think that's what I'm missing. I'm missing that sense of kind of like my, – my bar for this show in regards to action is Captain America the Winter Soldier, right? The fight scene sure. that was between you know, Cap – I mean it is. And, and granted, should it have to like exceed the bar? No, but at least it has to come meet, like meet it. And I don't feel like it's there just – like the fight design of like this specific scene, it was okay. But like it does not equate to – and I said this. What my expectation was I want the highway fight scene between Cap and the Winter Soldier and Natasha. Oh, right? remember the knife? It's also yeah. It's, oh my god! It's, if we would have got as, like a little kind of homage to that, and imagine sure, if John sure. Walker did some ish like that with the with the shield, yeah. like this I'm dude, hoping oh. I'm hoping that's what we get in the next episode. But yes, it's it's all it's definitely not as clean as like and as as intricate as that those Winter Soldier fights. But for me, like still like as far I'm not comparing it to other MCU movies, just in the series. The stakes and the emotion really drive this. Not necessarily the fighting, because the fighting in the scene with the with the uh, Dora Milaje and and you know in the Ooh, room like that, with Zemo that getting away, like that scene, the action was just like oh, but yes. like this one, the action was pretty good. So it was good. Okay, great. So, so why, so why is that? Why why is the action in that scene like I felt it more? Right, like it, it, it was and, balanced it's, between it's like, emotions and actions. Maybe that, that's it's why. the peak of. It's the peak of I don't even know how to say it. Dor Dor Yeah, it's the peak of them in the in the series. You know, whereas sure. in this one they have a bigger fight coming yeah. and they don't want to outshine it. And maybe. Not, not only that, but like oh, that's actually a fair point. But not only that, but there there's like more people in that. It's a more intricate fight scene. There's yeah. more things happening. They're throwing spears. They're like fighting with the spears. Yeah, we get to see like five different people. They're A-moves. flipping. Yeah. So it's and like the lighting. So the room was well lit, like in that mm-hmm. in that place, and it was yeah. a bit shiny. That place is like dull and dark. So that also helped. So moving on, um, I think we get the first time in the episode where, like a psychopath, true psychopath. John Walker says, I am Captain America. Just smack his face. Do you know you know on TikTok when they tap the they tap the screen? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, which look at that beautiful transition. Uh, Dre sends us a TikTok, of course, as she does. Yes. She spends lots of time on TikTok. Oh my god. I, Just like 10 hours a day. Bro, it's fine. I was dying where somebody shows uh Tywin from Game of Thrones, you know, we see we <laughs> we see uh Joffrey say, I am the king. And of course, Tywin in Tywin fashion says, Any man who must say I am the king is no true king. Correct. And then the same TikTok quotes Tyrion saying, It's hard to put a leash on a dog once you've put a crown on its head. Again, talking about Joffrey. And I, like it's just like, wow, what a great way to look at. 
John Walker. <laughs> like, so, so flipping good. Um, but I love that we all hate Wyatt Russell now, like, to the point that, like, we hit, we no, hit no, the no. person. I don't hate Wyatt Russell. <laughs> no, I don't hate him. Actually, he looks good with a beard. Have you seen him with a beard? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a different person. Let me tell you something. A beard you, you and a five o'clock shadow chin, bro. could do wonders for any man. Exactly. For yeah, anyone. he looks Even great. Me. I'm like, I, I'd so. shake your hand. Like in Gone Girl, he, he has the villainous chin, bro. You got to get rid of that chin. And then he looks all right. So, like I said, you know, the scene is, you know, uh, basically what happens in the scene. Bucky's arm seems to get damaged. Uh, Falcon loses wings, right? And the, at the end of the fight sequence, uh, Homeboy rips Falcon's wings off. But, hey, they get the shield. Was it worth it? I mean, worth it to get a symbol away from a psychopath? Sure. We're going to talk about what that symbol is, though. That symbol is a symbol of America. At the very end of the scene, we get the first handoff, right? We got Bucky standing there holding the shield. Then he walks up, throws it at Sam. This is the first time the writers in this episode mess with us. Basically like, ooh, who's going to get the shield, huh? Who do you think is going to get no, it? No, 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 no. Only children fight over <laughs> things. These are men. He just hands it off. Pop. Here you go. So then next scene we get Torres, which he says something to Bucky. Does he say, hey, you got your sleeve back or you got your sleeves back? Like, is he just saying you put a shirt on? Like, like I don't want to see your robot arm? I don't know. I was, I was like not paying attention to this dude because I forgot that he was in the show. So I'm like, oh, I didn't get the joke. He's back. I didn't get the joke. Yeah, it was so not because I liked him. Yeah. And Bucky and Bucky just like walks away because he's just like, that's a dumb joke, right? And I was like, yeah, Bucky, just walk away from that nonsense. Um, so he drops knowledge, right? Uh, Carly's gone. Bye bye. Uh, the U.S. took jurisdiction of the. Of course they did. Um, why doesn't Sam tell Torres? That's the guy's name, Torres. Um, how the wings broke? He asked him like twice. Why doesn't he tell him? That is weird. Yeah. He just ignores him. I think maybe it's because it's obvious or maybe because it's like uh, he's ashamed or maybe because like he just like wants it to keep it open, you know. I I could see maybe shame or maybe just like just like utterly, you know, like anybody play sports in high school? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Do you know after you lose? Mm -hmm. Do you know that feeling? Uh And people try to talk to you. Yeah. And ask you questions. Sure. And you're just like silent. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yeah. how I felt. Okay. I mean, somebody I mean, somebody just died. Sure. For no reason. Okay. Like, yeah, they got the shield back, but I don't think he feels like he's walking away from it a doesn't win seem, here. Y- yes, it doesn't seem like a victory to him, right? Like Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's okay. a g- great that's a g- You know what? Yeah, that's yeah, a great analysis. I, Despite I don't that think I it said was... shame, but I felt it more when you explained it. You know, like, yeah. I don't think it was particularly. Let me mansplain for you, Shama. Fans. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it was particularly well depicted, but I'll take that. I'll accept that. Um, another quick on Torres. Um, sometimes there's nothing to do until there's something to do. Is not bizarrely wise. It's just a silly line. Yeah, I was thinking is. the same thing. <laughs> silly line. It was just silly. <laughs> They're definitely, like uh, I said, then, in the non-character moments of the show, some of the dialogue, I'm just like, huh? It was a little weak. So, then we get a really crucial moment here. Yes, talk about it. Sam leaves the wings. Talk about it. 
Uh, he's, he's just like, hey, you gonna take this? And who wants broken wings? I'm with him. Just, just leave. He wants more. Oh my gosh, we both started singing at the same time. <laughs> we have, you have lots of comment today. It's like the story you guys are lining. too much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll be mad at each other next episode. A lot of regu- sure. yeah, a lot of regular audience members no, are listen, like, "What is this? This is like a huge moment." You know why? This is he- this every single superhero goes through this moment that has like a toy. Okay, <laughs> Thor went through it. Iron Man went through it. Iron Man went through it. Right. Who else has a toy? I don't know who else has toys. <laughs> Cap. Cap goes through it. Yes, he, but he did it too, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it was such a huge moment. Like you are more than what you have, you know. You're more than the tools. You're not the god of hammers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're the god That's of hammers. That's so good. And <laughs> so good. And then Tony Stark says something about if if you're nothing without the suit. Yes. Oh, I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, that you're nothing with the suit. Something like this, like it, but okay. it was more impactful. Yeah. No. It's like something like if you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't oh. have it, or you don't deserve to have it. Something like that. Oh man, we're butchering it. Oh, okay, and it's no, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. Hold on, wait, where's it at? Oh, he got it. Uh, oh, come on, Google. If you're nothing without come this on. suit, then you shouldn't have it. Sometimes you got to run before you go. That doesn't seem right. Is that really it? If you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. I feel like what yes, Des that is thinking of is so much more eloquent than no, that. No, that is the line. Is it's it? just that. But it's the way yeah, of Robert delivery. Downey Jr. Yeah, really okay. delivers yeah, it. He did his RDJ like, thing sprinkled said, on it. He, Actors at their finest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because that line by itself <laughs> is like nothing. Wait, what? <laughs> like, what? When he said because it in my he, mind, I'm thinking of the gif behind it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he, says it, he says it so fast because it's like, you know, Peter is like venting. Yeah. And he says, I need it. I'm nothing without it. He cuts him off. He's if you're nothing without the suit. You shouldn't have it. Like it's it's yeah, phenomenal. it's better. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a great, great, great <laughs> moment. And and, 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 and thank you. Let's go, bro. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um. So as far as again, I'm just gonna ask you guys. I am not aware. Uh, what is this? Any implications as far as the comics are concerned? Like him no longer having the wings. It's definitely a transition moment. Um, you know, for those who are. And it's just average readers of the comics. You are aware that Torres does become uh, the Falcon in the Young Avengers team. Oh. Um, I don't know exactly how yeah, that's going to spawn. Yeah, I saw that stuff yeah, about the Young Avengers. And there's many Young Avengers that have already been teased at inside the MCU. So this is another member um, that's ready to go. Like Shama had mentioned in a previous episode that uh, the team is being set up um, in some of the other uh, uh, MCU series to come. So this is just another one. And it kind of makes sense. Like you can even see the way that, like, you know, he kind of fingers strokes the, uh, uh, the wings. Like, Oh, I got some plans. It's almost like what, um, <laughs> what, uh, what, uh, Rhodey did in Iron Man one. He was like, I got some oh. next, next time. And like, it's, it's, it's the time. same little tease. Sure, 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 sure. That's interesting. I was not aware of this. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of Hispanic representation in the MCU. So if we get Torres as the new Falcon, hey, I'm with it. It's happening. Like uh, as Colby said, like in the Young Avengers, he he's 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 taking the helm and he will be the new Falcon when when uh, Sam will become Captain America. But I all the rumors are saying that um, the next big thing in the MCU will be like Young Avengers, especially. The, the character, the actor playing Torres, he signed a deal for four uh, projects with the, with Marvel, and uh, yeah. he, he even himself he doesn't know what are they. 
the same Let's for go, uh, for for Kate Kate Bishop's character, which is one young, one of the Young Avengers. Catherine Newton's signed four projects as well as Cassie Lang, so Ant Man's daughter. Ah. So yeah, so probably and w- the other person that I really think he will be one of the Young Avengers will be um, Isaiah's uh, son. I think like this kid has ah, more potential, something else other than him being his son. I'm with it. I like it. Let's go. I'm all about this. We're going to get... Oh, I'm excited. But staying with the show. Next up, we got John Walker. He gets... Uh, it's, 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 he's in his, uh, I, I don't know, uh, military... Senate hearing. Yeah. yeah, sure. The Senate hearing. Um, they basically they fire him as Captain America, and he says, bump that. <laughs> oh, the caucasity. Man, you got yeah, love white privilege, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, I learned a new word. Yeah, yeah. Why he's not charged with murder? Like he he killed somebody on on in public, you know. Like if it was yeah, why is there not even a trial? I would be a terrorist. Bruh. He would be like a, he would be a terrorist. <laughs> but it's him. He just not That's it. You know. Wow. Yeah. There should at least be a trial. Oh, the caucasian That's what it is, bro. Yeah. They were like, "Well, your previous uh, stuff, you did good." Uh, we're going, we're going it's over, because over, of your military this, uh, service record while we're recommending you to be other than discharged. <laughs> like, other than honorably. They made it very specific that they're not going to dishonorably discharge him, but you're going to be other than discharged. I'm like, that's interesting. I've never heard of that Other than discharged. <laughs> yeah, and we he, asked his cousin about it. It's a thing. It just falls in the discharged. middle. That's crazy. Colby Mack, can you give us real quick in your uh, in your line delivery uh, this, this little monologue? That John Walker delivers as they they're not letting him speak. I lived by your mandates. I dedicated my life to your mandates. I only ever did what you asked of me, what you told me to be and trained me to do, and I did it. And I did it well. I mean, he's not wrong. Does he? That's what I was about to ask. Does he? <laughs> does he have a point? And does he deserve to be heard? Okay. So I'm going to chime in on this deserved to be heard thing. Because if if we always ask the question, does somebody deserve to be heard before we listen, we wouldn't learn anything. Okay, sometimes you don't know something and you should just listen and find out later if you agree or not. Hmm. But this whole like you don't... De- I, I might feel it a little. It might sting for me because I'm a woman. So, <laughs> like, there's no deserve to be heard here. Like, no, you listen to me because I am a human and we should all listen to each other. And then you can take it as you will later. I don't exactly. like deserved. Exactly. That's what I always say. Give the people their time, the benefit of doubt. Even if you disagree with them from the beginning, you always have to listen and listen and listen. And then like judge like and decide. Yeah, because if we didn't listen to his speech, we wouldn't have learned something because he's not wrong. He was, he did listen. He Mm -hmm. was trained. trained. If you know anybody in the military, they were torn apart and built back up. Yep, that is exactly correct. I got people, I got friends and family in the military and they tell me what they went through and I'm like, oh, no way. No way, but Desiree has cried listening to stuff they they had to go through. And I said, no way. I wouldn't. The moment he, the moment I was told, yeah, you asked to go to the bathroom and they just don't let you. And some people pee on themselves. I'm just like, ha! you know, what would have made his uh, th- this speech that much more, even more powerful if he would have said, what? like, imagine if this wasn't caught on camera. Would I even be here today? Ooh. 
Bro. Ooh, too real. Too real. Bro. Right? Body cam broken. That, that, that's the, that's the only thing. Because yeah. we, we'd be fool, we, we would be fools to think that this doesn't happen in war. Bro, Sam, Sam would have been blamed for it. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> It I was mean, the Falcon. you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Nah, the, the end. The last two episodes of the season, uh, yeah, the last episode of the season would have been set, Falcon running and and, even, and uh, even, Bucky being. They're both. They're both on the even run. Even worse, they pin it on Lamar, and he has to deal with the guilt to, that he. It's his duty to hide it. Something, bro. Oh my god, oh. that's a. That would have been good. That would be great. But we don't. <laughs> but we don't get that. What no. we get is he says, "You built me." And once again, I am Captain America. He continues to state, "I love the way the camera is framed Captain on his, America on his face, bro. Every time when he says it, it's like it's like really, it's not it's, so it's not haunting, tight. but like I can see him slipping more and more into madness. Sure, sure. I would say as a comic book lover, what I would have loved is like what I mentioned, you know, last episode." I want to see how the serum is really warping him physically on his face. I want to see like this blue vein that just kind of comes up just so it's further indicative like how – because I really do believe that deep down he's a good guy. But there was something in him that the serum just magnified it and it's the worst part of him. Well, Lamar said it just it just makes you more you, right? More power just, just, <laughs> just makes you more you. And then it's funny in the next scene – we have his wife pretty much become Lamar. I wish he, I wish she would have been like, oh, like, like that's that's wow. essentially what she just turned into, right? Like, doesn't yep, push dude. back on dude yep. at all. It's okay, baby. It's all right. Like, I just, I would love to her to been like a little cold and reserved, and like he grabs her, like grabs her hand, she pulls it away, and then it yeah. further puts him like, just I want everything. I don't believe to sell she it. saw the footage. I don't believe she saw it. But the whole world did. That was on YouTube. The whole world is watching. I know, world, but she's yeah. not acting. She's not acting like she saw it. That that's true. That's what, that's why I feel like there's a disconnect there. Either she's just like so like just blindly like loyal to him and like like he's the hero. He is. He probably says it in bed. I'm Captain America. Yes, you are. Like, I have no idea. Like I don't know, bro. And I totally forgot oh that that was his wife. God. Like I totally forgot. Listen, like she, I was like, yo, she pulled a baddie eye. That is so true, but it like it it shows like she knows right what he's struggling with all of this. I feel like every time he says this, we it, like we're seeing his insecurities, right? And 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 for us, the audience, it further solidifies that he is not. You are no, you are not. Like we're all out here going, uh, uh-uh, you are not, <laughs> nah, bro, you got that wrong. But yeah, his wife is just very much like, oh no, honey, like you got it. No, 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 they just don't understand. He's just like, oh, they don't get me, you know. And he's out there like, oh, they don't know what it takes, bro. You've been on the job for three weeks. Chill out. Also, question: <laughs> You're not an expert in this. Would you ever let a random woman walk up? And push me to Listen, the side and bruh. sit next to you. Would you ever allow that to happen? No way. No. So enter Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine ah, with her blank business cards. I know her name is long, but it's okay. You can call her Val, but not really. Just keep it in your wow. What? It's, it's just another. Did Josh Whedon write that line? Just, <laughs> just an abysmal <laughs> line. Like, oh my god, <laughs> Colby, who is this woman? I don't know. Oh, gosh. All right. So we've got Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, a.k.a. Madam Hydra, which oh, all you gosh. need to know, she's like the contemporary equivalent to Red Skull, right? 
Um, in the comics, there have been other iterations of a Madame Hydra codenamed Viper. Um, most recently, you may have seen her on, If I mean, I used to watch Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm still, I'm still like a season behind, but Madame Hydra did make an appearance, except she wasn't Viper or Contessa. She was actually Ada, who was the head of the AI inside of this the alternate reality world that was built in the... It gets really, really weird on Ages That's of S.H.I.E.L.D. Much, bro. That's yeah, so much. essentially, wh- what we now know is that what what this show takes place what six to eight months after the blip and essentially hydra is no longer defunct at least that's what it's hinted at because we know who she is um so hydra is definitely back in the fold um which is going to be interesting to kind of see how that plays out in the rest of phase four and the other phases to come okay 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 thank you thank you for that knowledge i did not no, again, I do not read. Uh, I really just don't read stuff with pictures on it because I do read. Uh. <laughs> but like, she, she was like, um, uh, like uh, as they say, like dual agents between like Hydra and Shield, and she was like uh, sometimes betrays Nick Fury and sometimes like goes back to to Hydra. But like she's a villain, yeah. definitely, as we we okay, all know. Okay. But what's interesting here that she was originally originally she filmed a scene that was registered. For um, for the guild as like for the as an actress, and she was paid for it for Black Widow with Ben Mendelsohn, Nick Fury, and Nick Fury, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. So that this doesn't mean that like she will not appear in Black Widow, or maybe she was she was supposed to appear in Black Widow and then they pulled her back I mean, because of the Black because Widow, Black takes, Widow now takes will be released so later. Ago. Yeah, uh, like as a, Black Widow as a post-credit so scene, though, huh? as a post-credit scene or something. No, I, I feel like she could be in. She could have. She could be in a scene of Black Widow where she gets introduced. Black Widow was supposed to come out before this, so it wouldn't surprise. Exactly, me that's what I'm saying. Is. Maybe they they brought her back here to show that, especially that like um, um, Black Widow's sister. Like we know that like she's taking have a huge huge part in Phase Four afterwards. So right. and well. she has lots of relation with her in in the comics. If they ever release this film, we'll find out what that is exactly. Um, so back to Contessa. Why does she think? Why does she think that it surprises Walker that she knows he took the serum? Like we, like everyone saw him shove a shield inside of a inside of a man's chest. Of course, he's a super soldier. Like, like, and he believed her. Like, I bet you this guy gets tricked by fake psychics. Like. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't think I don't think I don't think the government knows. I don't think that Sam has divulged it. I don't think that um, that Bucky's divulged it um, because if one, if they knew that he was a super soldier, yeah, bro. No, you're not just walking out of this courtroom because now you're property. Because they just so they you, just you they are just a walking weapon. He, I think they, they don't just know think. I think I, they yeah, they do not know. So I think he, wow, I think he was generally just, surprised that she knew. Wow, they're just. Uh... Wow, they're just, they really think that he just, just this normal guy just shoving, shoving shields out of people's chests. I I think an average person with enough like anger and aggression who's been military trained can shove a shield in somebody's chest. Now, granted, bro, not like that. uh, Okay, but yeah, I don't know. It it, it didn't look like, I'm trying to think of like somebody who like, listen, if if that's, if that's the case, Mm -hmm. then like, then, then we needed a stronger scene there. It, that's what I'm saying. Like we, I wanted a scene. Do you remember? Like this is the most brutal that I've seen the MCU in a lot of ways, right? When the Incredible Hulk in the Incredible Hulk film, and he was fighting Blomsky, and Blomsky took off his earpiece. He was speaking to Thunderbolt Ross, and he walks up to the Hulk, and he's like, "Yo, 
you know, like I'm not afraid of you or whatever. And he kicks him to a tree and you see his body contort and is all mangled. That's what we yeah. needed to happen. Where like he goes like this, slow motion, bang. Yes. And then yeah. just like, yeah, I need I need to see like the body go limp and to be mangled. Then I'm like, that's not the regular John Walker guy that we hired. There's something different about yeah, it, yeah. you know. But since you mentioned that, like he might she might be um hiring them to to assemble Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts, like uh, yeah, th- that's what she does in the comics. That, so are like, you guys she, familiar she, with the Thunderbolts? Yeah, that, she that's gets obviously like, where it's hit, no. hit to that. And okay, he, the, the Thunderbolts is like pretty much yeah. The Thunderbolts is pretty much the Marvel version of the Suicide Squad, or vice versa. Mm, I think the Suicide Squad in Suicide DC Squad was came first, first, but yeah, yeah. We don't know who did it first. Somebody <laughs> knows. <laughs> Somebody's out there like, no, 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 DC did it first. <laughs> um, okay, so she assembles them. All right, all right, all right. So, again, more setting up for the future. Okay, I see. Uh, makes sense. She ends her spiel by saying she knows he doesn't have the shield, which I'm like, how? And then she says, don't worry, the government doesn't own it. Huh? Okay, moving on. Yeah, technically, it's not owned by the government. Technically, like it, it wasn't it. Like it was vibranium built by uh, by Howard Stark for uh, for Captain Am- for Captain America. So it's not. I mean, it was a collaborative. It was, a, it was a, a col- I mean, I think it was like a collaborative effort between the Allied forces and the U.S. government. So technically, it's like property of like everyone. But it's like I mean, and I guess it makes sense. It's like a, then, a gray area. The, yeah. And then Stark Industries built it again for him. So it was. It. I think it was. It was Steve Rogers' property. So then we get, uh, we see Gar- Carly and her super goons uh, uh, whining about, oh, we're mistreated by the world. Um, then we get a super shaky, like, dolly shot that, like, brought me back to the first Hunger Games. <laughs> which, uh, which I'm not a I'm fan st- of. Yeah. I'm so I'm disinterested in the, in the Flag Smashers. Like, I, it is... Me Bro, so it's like it. I'm just so ready. Especially for after that sequence, yeah. <laughs> Especially after that sequence, I'm like, okay, Carly, like, go home, please. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, done. Go, go to school or something like that. Go, like, go open a college. I don't know. I feel like this, this is this. I don't know. There's nothing about her that like really like. You don't want to do this. Like, I, I'm just. I don't. I don't believe in any of you guys. Like, I don't believe it. I feel like yeah, she's. Yeah, she yeah. just opened up an orphanage or something, bro. Like, like that seems yeah. to make you happy. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, leave everything else alone. Mind your business, son. <laughs> Morgan Thal. Oh, then we get, yeah, <laughs> uh, then we get uh, Zemo at the Sokovia Memorial. He tells Bucky, "Don't worry, I've decided to let you live." And I'm like, "Bro, the nerve!" It's pretty funny. <laughs> Bucky says, as straight face as possible. Imagine my relief. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, he tries. <laughs> uh, he tries to get uh, to convince Car- uh, Bucky to kill Carly. And her lackeys, right? He says, uh, he says, Sam is stubborn like Rogers, but says that Bucky was made to be a killer. Bucky then proves he is no longer the Winter Soldier by, you know, scaring him with the gun, but ultimately pouring out the bullets, showing the gun is empty. And then he lets Adora Milaje take Zemo. Man, that moment where Zemo thought he was going to die. Yeah. It was good, man. That was pretty good. I, I feel like he learned something about himself. He, he does. He I feel like job. he was arrogant enough to think like, I don't want to live. And I feel like in that moment, like he like realized about himself that he kind of did. Yeah. It's brutal. It's, it's, a, it's a really good scene. Um, and then Ayo uh, tells 
Winter Soldier, hey, make yourself scarce in Wakanda, bro. Don't 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 show your face there. But he he asks her for one more favor, which we will touch on later. Um, then we get the next scene is Sam visits Isaiah. All right, Isaiah is the black super soldier that was pretty much hush hushed right way back when. Um, dope scene for me. Isaiah makes it clear right off the bat that he has no love for the shield. Right, he says those stars. He says, those stars and stripes don't mean nothing good to me. Colby, I am not sure how you felt about this scene, but can you walk us through it from your perspective? So for those who listen, and if you're not listening, why not? Um, I definitely wasn't feeling the introduction between Sam, Bucky, and Isaiah and his grandson um, in episode two. So got a chance to go back and I wanted to rewatch it, right? Because um, ultimately, in a TV series, you have more context provided in later episodes that can maybe try to amplify things that I, that was missing for me first go around. And I think after kind of analyzing it, like let's contrast the two Isaiah scenes, right? In episode two, we have a conversation. And like I mentioned a little bit earlier, the character moments are great in the show. It's the transitioning in between the action stuff and the comic book stuff to the character moments that feel a bit wonky, right? Because essentially... After you have Sam and Bucky get their butts handed to them by the Flag Smashers, right? They're traveling back to, can't even remember at this point, and Sam is pretty much like, yo, what do we get? And then out of nowhere, Bucky's just like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to have you. There's someone, there's someone I think you should meet. Like It's like, as a writer, I'm like, damn, I, knew, I know I need to make sure that they meet this Isaiah guy. I just don't know how to get from point A to point. Who cares? And that's exactly what it felt like to me. So it felt wonky. And then I recognized it. Because like it in episode two, it felt like such a big scene, but it happens so quick. Essentially, there's just like very quick dialogue where like they just travel up into. I'm just gonna say Atlanta, right? Because it looks like Atlanta. Because it probably was shot in Atlanta, sure. right? You know, so it looks like, it, it, <laughs> oh, it looks like my yeah. backyard, right? So I'm like, okay, they're in Atlanta, right? And obviously, like they don't want to talk to each other. And he gets to the door and he's like, you know, telling the guy from like the bar and go yang, right? And he opens up the door and stuff like that. And you know, it's it's Isaiah Bradley. I was like, yeah, we met in '51. And then, like, I'm piecing everything together. I'm like, okay, I can kind of build it. So, like, they he's obviously always known of Isaiah Bradley. And I had to ask myself, Kobe, are you being, like, a little mean? Because it's like, what opportunity did Sam have to be able to know about him? Well, in the cycle that Sam and Bucky have known each other, they really haven't had too much time to have casual conversation where it was something that he ever could have told them, right? Because essentially, you know, in Winter Soldier, he dips off. And then Sam and, you know, and... um. And, and Cap are looking for Bucky. They can never find him until Civil War, right? They have a little tender moment. I'm pretty sure in the backseat of that car when Sharon and Sam kiss, I mean, Sharon and, uh, and Cap kiss, it wasn't one of those things where it's like, hey, by the way, you know, there's a black super soldier. <laughs> you know what I mean? And at the end of that movie, you know, he goes to Wakanda and it's pretty much in Wakanda up until Infinity War. They get, they both get dusted. So, but they yeah. got dusted together. They, they have got five dusted together. years there so, yeah. to go to talk to each other in the dust. <laughs> this is the one thing that we don't know, right? What happens in the dusting? Are they, are, like, do they have any sense? And that hasn't no. been explained yet. I really hope it does get explained. No, so, I right? mean, if they uh, call like it a blip, I'm sure it felt like that to them. Correct, yeah, right? It probably felt like no sense of time has passed, right? Yeah. And ultimately, I think what I was frustrated to understand, like, why did he choose to go at that particular time, right? And he says it. He even says it in a line. The reason we're here, there's more of you and me out there. So I don't know if he was asking him for help. Now, we had thought and theorized that maybe he would have an idea about the super soldier serum, but everything that Isaiah says afterwards pretty much debunks that because he was treated like a lab rat. 
a criminal and essentially was in prison for 30 years, right? So the scene, it gets interrupted so quickly by the cops. And it's another indication of the good stuff that's hinted at in this series, but it kind of gets abandoned really, really quickly. So I think that my response earlier in our episode um, was how you read it, Raul. And I think that my thinking was that other folks read it similarly in the same way and about Bucky's disappointment in Sam for not taking up the mantle, essentially saying like, hey, you're this black man. This would mean a lot. You should take it. Because that's isn't, isn't that kind of how you read it before? Am I wrong? Uh, sure. I think he was. Uh, yes. I think he was kind of trying to get across the idea that this could be you. And I guess. You know, so they've been they've been wrong before. Mm-hmm. This could be you. And I guess my it was frustrating for me because I don't need a white man telling a black man that. So and, and and that's that. I will say this round two, so much better because it it dived deeper into like really what I can't even say it's like one of the like this. It's a, it's a it's a strong theme inside the show, right? In regards to this, the, we have essentially Sam. He gave up his wings, and he's kind of disillusioned because he feels like he's in the same place that Isaiah was, right? Like. What am I even doing here? And the fact that, like, that was a strong line. Them stars and stripes don't mean nothing good to me. And Sam just just saying, I need to understand. And Isaiah replies, you understand. Every black man does. And Sam, like, still is kind of like, I don't understand, though. Like, what went wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, you could have been the next. And Isaiah cuts him off. The next what? And then goes to a story. And it's so powerful because the way that the actor is describing it, I'm literally traveling these decades with him. This man being sent behind enemy lines to be able to do this dangerous work to never be credited for it. And essentially when the government wanted to use him up because he was done and all of his brothers were done, they were going to kill them and exterminate them. You can hear it in his voice. He's a powerful actor. Really, really good performance, right? And Sam wants to kind of tell him, yo, the world's different now, but it's not. Isaiah says they will never let a black man be Captain America. And even if they did, no self-respecting black man would want to be. Mm-hmm. That is yeah, which was so strong and brutal. Like, was, which is pretty on par with what we said last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Colby, do you agree with the statement that no self-respecting black man would ever want to be Captain America? I do, and in this show, it's really going to come down to if we get the payoff. Like, there's only one episode left, folks. No self-respecting black man would want to be Captain America. It's up to Sam to change what Captain America is. The biggest thing for me that'll really like, I don't want to say save this show, but that would mean the most to me and that would actually just like like help me elevate this show is that Sam does such a kick-ass job being the new Captain America with his new suit. And we'll get to that. His shield, like, come on, the training montage and everything like that. And then he finds his way back to Isaiah Bradley, right? And like maybe like convinces the government to give him a star or something like that. And we get a salute from Isaiah. Bro, that, that'll like, I will, this show, this show will, will, will get me. If I can get that payoff specifically. Because essentially, he needs to be the new embodiment for what the ideal of being a black character America is. And then we need Isaiah Bradley to be able to commend him for that and give him that salute. Yeah, and hopefully this journey gets America to the point where they don't put black in front of his title. Oh, you don't want to see black in America? Well, hey, I aren't mean, you it's the just black like, Falcon? Why? Because I'm black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's right? true. That's yeah. true. Aren't you the black Captain America? Excuse uh, aren't you me, the black kid. You know, I love when he says that. <laughs> aren't you the black kid? <laughs> yeah. you see? Although you see? if they say that, he he just says, "I don't know. I'm Sam Wilson." Yeah, exactly. So. Oh. 
Uh, so from here mm-hmm. on, <laughs> he doesn't say I'm Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, so from here on out, we get a lot of downtime, right? The, the first half of this episode is, is full with chock full with a lot of stuff going on. Um, then we get, you know, Sam goes back home. Um, by the way, it is as in the comics, is Sarah's character of any importance? I never known of her. None whatsoever. Okay. No. Because she seems to have a lot of information. So, all right, we're moving on. Yeah, when did you talk <laughs> like to her about Isaiah Bradley? When? That's when what I'm saying. I don't know. Listen, at some point, at some point. Listen, Sarah knows everything. At some point off screen, they had a conversation. All right. Uh, <laughs> but if it doesn't happen on screen, it didn't happen. But I kind of okay. love how Sarah's very chill after she was threatened by a super soldier and her evil goons from across the world. She's like going about her day like it's nothing. Like, hey, did you take care of the Carly chick? No, I didn't. Oh. Does she still want to, like, you know, murder me and my boys? Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on. She doesn't bother. Right, she's, she's thinking about the She got threatened Syrian, last week know, at the, the supermarket. Bro, she's fine. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, 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 she's like, ah, my brother's an Avenger. He got it. Uh, so. But he cannot get uh, the Avenger cannot get the Yeah. We find out his family boat is too busted to be sold. And apparently all of Louisiana owes the Wilson family a favor. Like they all love them. And they're just like, yeah, I'm going to come out. That's, that was a really, really weird little a Louisiana thing. Always pays its debts. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. But can well, listen, TikTok is blowing up at least on the female side, because this is the first time we've ever so many people like um, the winter soldier. So many. Are you skipping ahead? Oh, I don't know. Am I skipping ahead? <laughs> you are. Oh, the flirt part. <laughs> right, are we there yet? <laughs> I was like, yeah. like yeah, where's she going? Where's she going? Where's she going? She's skipping ahead. Like, yeah. Sorry, I got excited. Buck, anyway, so Bucky shows up with a package, not for Sarah, but for Sam <laughs> from the Wakandans. Uh, and if you think we're going to find out what's in this package by the end of the episode, you got another thing coming. <laughs> Then we get was my favorite line of the episode. Uh, Sam asked Bucky why he didn't use his arm, his metal arm, to tighten something that he used a wrench to do with his normal. So arm. great! And he says, "I don't always think of it immediately." I'm I love that. Right handed. It's a great line. Like I said, no, all of this character I'm stuff. Right-handed. This is this is when the dialogue is that like it's like is top notch. This is really really good stuff. Oh my gosh! And then uh, Dre, yeah, sorry, we get Bucky flirting with yes. Sarah. Yes, you know why this is such a big deal? Because we get to see all the Avengers flirt at some point, right? <laughs> we get to see it. But so many girls like Bucky, and we've never seen it throughout the entire like every single movie. Like he went on a date; he wasn't flirting with her at all. She was mm-hmm. flirting with him. This is the first time we see a flirt smile from Bucky, mm-hmm. and the whole TikTok swooned. I swear. <laughs> he was really smooth. I got to be honest with you. I'm like, like it wasn't overt. Like he doesn't how, have to do much. Yeah, it wasn't overt like how Tony Stark would do it, right? It wasn't kind of like uncomfortable and awkward like how, you know, Bruce or like or, or Cap would do it. Like this was like very, very smooth. Like yeah, my bro would like, when he was a Winter Soldier, he was probably like crashing chicks. Yeah. And like all the other Avengers, even when they're not flirting, they're like flirting. Like even when Thor's talking with Iron Man, they're like flirting. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Even when Loki flirts with everybody. And Star Lord Lord as well with them. When Loki's talking to anybody, he's flirting. He's flirting. So this is the first time we see Bucky break. It's great. It was awesome. I like it. I like it. 
And uh, Sarah. Oh, Sarah <laughs> Goddess. We all want to be Sarah. <laughs> we all we all we do all want I to love be like it's very it's it's very like easy to be able to see that like Bucky's got a type. Like he just love he he loves himself some chocolate. You know what I'm saying? Ayo, <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, he's got a type. <laughs> oh, it is awesome. So, cue after that, we got to cue the, the 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 boat fixing montage. Sure, um, you know, uh, we get the, the, the apparently the people in this town are the nicest people in the world, unless you flirt with Sam's sister, and then they cut you up and feed you <laughs> to the fish. <laughs> um, Walker shows his lack of integrity even further in another scene where he is speaking to Lamar's parents and tells like he lies about who killed their son, which like this has got to be the worst scene probably in the series for me, um, let alone the episode. Uh, the dialogue is so rough. The performances are so meh and, and the scene serves little purpose to me. Actually like, Unless Lamar's sister, which like the camera like holds on her a lot, unless her his sister becomes a character to the show, like the scene would have been better served by like us just hearing or like seeing Walker tell his wife about visiting Lamar's family, and then maybe we get like you know the scene end with like his wife looking concerned behind his back because like she knows he lied. So like you know what I mean? Like but like this scene was so like ugh. To me, yeah, the one dimensional, like one dimension, it was unnecessary at all. Like I didn't like them. I didn't like the performance. The lines were really bad. And also, I'm just confused. Like, did he really? I'm just like unclear if he knows he's lying. Like, does he really like think that it wasn't her? Like I want to watch the scene again because I'm. That's how confused yeah, I, I, I am. I did. I didn't rewatch it, but I, I, I get where you're coming from. I will say there's a level to what, um, to to what what homeboy's doing with his performance that's selling it as if like he truly believes that like he thought he got the guy that did it. Because I'm like, I don't think he may maybe even saw it. Like in my mind, I'm trying to play this scene in my head, and it kind of happens really really quick where like Carly like you know punches his heart through and then he hits the pillar. But like every like he was fighting somebody else, so like he may not have seen it right. And just went after the first guy that he saw. Sure. But he also says, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. So. I mean, true. But you, you don't want this shield in your chest. You're going to say whatever you want, right? <laughs> you <laughs> know what true. I mean? Like, you're bound to say anything. I don't know. This, this scene, I couldn't care about the scene. There was a lot of sequences throughout like this entire episode that I just feel like we're like, oh, okay. I mean, you said this is your least favorite scene in this episode. The least favorite scene is coming up. Ooh, we get shame. Sharon, I who is. calls a Frenchman for a favor, and Desiree freaks out at the sight of a Monet. <laughs> okay, so oh, this did. was so this was Desiree's like <laughs> her top five favorite scenes. Okay, all right. <laughs> Desiree was like, oh, "That's a Monet." Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, and I know it very well. I've painted it. Right. So yeah, this confirms when they said earlier that like she 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 deals with Monet's and stolen ones and like authentic genuine ones and like wow. So she's the power broker, right? I that's what I was asking. I want to ask now. Do you guys think that like Sharon will turn and she will be the like, power broker? That's why she didn't go I'm inside the container last time with them, so the guy the doctor don't see her. I was like, yeah, I'm down for that. That'd be cool. But why would they let? them go, like he she needed the power broker needed the the the, the scientist right yeah. 
Right. So why would bro? Like, I don't know. So, That's okay, it. That, sorry. Yeah. So, okay, we got to keep in mind, guys. But he yeah. would recognize her. He would. He would tell on her. So she'd rather lose him. I know, but why would yeah. she? Why would she lead them? To, like, I, listen, I'm with it. Like, I had not considered that she's a power broker. I'm. I'm with it. She's but that's a very. That's very problematic. That she took them to like her prize, right? As the power broker, like that scientist making the serum is the maybe prize. Maybe she like, has something that they don't know about. Maybe she has. Maybe a she works with she Van. Need him maybe anymore? Maybe this Van is the one thing we gotta understand, broker, guys. Valentina. There's something that we're feeling that's off. Keep in mind everything that's happened with the power broker and Sharon. This is all reshoots. All right. There was um, there, originally this uh, this show was focused around a deadly virus that was going to be let out. Obviously, with the pandemic, they had to scrap that entire thing after a shot. So, if you're feeling a bit of like this really doesn't make sense, it's because a big plot of what like you know the 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 villain story arc was had to be canned because of the pandemic. Interesting. Yeah, so I think it doesn't make sense because like they quickly had to just like kind of jerry rig this. And if, you can throw all this out. It's not even needed. Like right now, five can, episodes you in, can, you can. I can do with maybe like two and a half to maybe three episodes. Everything else, like I don't need Zemo. I don't need Sharon and the Power Broker. I, I don't even need the Super Soldiers, bro. To be honest with you, this show does better just being the character work that's done between Sam and Bucky and then um, John Walker. I don't need anything else. Okay. 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 But we'll get to more of that I'm later. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it. We're going to touch on that. So as we wrap up the episode, we see Bucky and Sam practicing with the shield. We get some crucial moments here, right? We get uh, Bucky says, when Steve told me what he was planning, I don't think either of us really understood what it meant for a black man to be handed this shield. How could we? Real quick. I owe you an apology. I'm sorry. So if you guys are like me, when I first watched the episode, I didn't really catch that line. When I rewatched it, that scene became so much stronger for me because I did not know that he and hey. he and Steve discussed it. Did you? Listen, I'm gonna need you to rewatch things before you come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I, I rewatched. I'm just saying. You know I what would happen you if you did that? We would argue less. Five <laughs> times. I no, but I'm watch saying every every episode five times. No, 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 but it's time not even to that. Enjoy one time to understand. True. One time to analyze. All right, listen, listen. I, my, my, my time is, I wish I had more time. But it's it's mainly just in the context that like before this episode even occurred, I did not know in my mind, I did not know that he and and he and Steve discussed him getting the shield. Did you guys? I, I caught it the first time I watched it, yeah. No, 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 no. Did before you know this before episode? you watched this episode that no. Bucky and Steve said, I before we talked about giving you the shield? No. Right. Because I, because I remember specifically when, when he does give him the shield, I remember a quick feeling glance. like Bucky feels lost. Like he like he's really? like, ooh. When That's I how watched, I felt when I first When I watched Endgame, I read that as Bucky knew that that was the right thing to do, and that's why he gave the head nod. Like it was kind of this unspoken thing, like, yo, I didn't ever expect the shield. Same yeah, that's, that's what I felt. Okay, that, that's how I read it too. Th that's okay. how I felt at an end game. Yeah, yeah. So that's why okay. I, when I now know that like it was something that was discussed between he and Steve, sure. what you were talking about in regards to like oh throughout the series, you know, it's like this fight of who gets the shield, who doesn't. I never felt that. Sure. Because it always read to me that like he knows that he is not deserving of the shield and never wanted it. Hmm. But or he could have been like, hey man. I want you to know that I love you, but this is what I'm planning on doing. And he was like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it's incredibly you know, you strong. You're, you're right. That, like that's, damn, that's so good. 
<laughs> He's just sitting there thinking. Like it's not so um, good. And this, yeah, this man apologizes, bro. Like that's powerful. Yeah. Like how many? I mean, yeah. it was a genuine apology, and like it, it wasn't weird. And this this jerk off on Twitter was talking about it. This, you know, there's somebody like literally said that this was um, some of the worst writing he's ever seen. And I'm like. First I, of all, I, you can't see writing. He's an idiot. <laughs> Get up! Oh, I, I tore into him, bro. I said, "Like it's, not on TV." This is. Yeah, this, he TV. said, "This is this is probably this is the worst writing ever." I'm like, "No, it's not. This is this is really really good stuff right here. This entire scene." Maybe it was it's muted really. and he was reading the subtitle. That's how yeah, like baby. he yeah, was yeah. reading. The- it's oh, go ahead, Shama, save him, save him. <laughs> uh so yeah, I agree. I think it's a really good scene. You know, Bucky says that. The shield feels like the only family he has left. He even says that it made him question everything to see Sam give it up. Uh, why is the shield so important to him? I mean, it saved him. You, know, you got to think about it. Like, essentially, remember, Sam was captured. I mean, I'm sorry, Bucky was captured, and Steve. Took the you know the Howley Commandos and saved him from you know essentially from you know the first time before he t- got turned into a lab rat right he saved his life his best friend came and saved him when he was told not to that it would be a, it would be a suicide mission to do it you know so like he when he when he thinks of that star and he thinks that like essentially that symbol for him is Steve so seeing it being retired meant like Steve is definitely gone like that you know essentially if sam would have accepted the shield and the mantle that he was accepting steve and like he would still be able to have steve a part of his life because think about it what they were they were 18 20 years old you know until like their lives were upended you know by by red skull think about how much that he's missed he's he's had all this life without his best friend and essentially he would still be able to get a a chance to have his best friend and sam with that shield and everything that stands for you're telling me that uh, that Steve Rogers did the same thing that Isaiah did. He disobeyed orders to go rescue his friend. Ooh! But he was still he was still he was still rewarded for it. Okay. <laughs> wow! Wow! That is correct. And he was honored and rewarded. But at the same time, I wow, wow, bruh. It's that blonde hair, blue eyes. So <laughs> get your car. Uh, oh, so. Sam says to Bucky, "You this this part was interesting to me. He says you have to stop looking. He he he's trying to be. He's like, all right, I'm gonna do something for, for some you. You did love. something for me. Yeah. He says you have to stop looking to other people to tell you who you are. You know those people obviously being predominantly Steve, who Bucky looks up to and has looked up to for so long. You know after saying this, he throws the shield. It bounces off a tree, and Bucky catches it." Looks down at it. We get this nice panning up shot from the shield in his hands, right, to his face. He looks good wielding it. I mean, he looks good wielding anything. (laughs) Bucky (laughs) says, oh, my goodness. Bucky (laughs) says his nightmares confirm that he still has the Winter Soldier in Star at least part of the Winter Soldier inside of him he throws the shield right again boom it feels like it's rejection sam catches it we get a shot this time inverse right the camera pans down from his face to the shield once again pushing audience at least for me i know colby you don't feel the same way for me as an audience member pushing the buttons who is going to replace steve but with everything we've seen right everything we've seen between isaiah between sam makes you wonder you know will will anyone actually do so 
Yeah, I think I think Sam will. Okay. Also, if we've learned anything from Thor and Steve Rogers is we can share toys. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, and then he tells he tells uh, Bucky what you've been doing. You weren't amending. You were avenging. Favorite line of the entire series. Hmm. Yeah. It's a great I like line. I like, it's a great I like the I'm I like the I'm right-handed line person. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, you were stopping all the wrongdoers you enabled as the winter soldier because you thought it would bring you closure. Sam gives Bucky homework then. He says, you know, go to the people you've wronged and be of service to them. Give them closure. Ding, ding. I'm so nervous about that scene. The Asian man who yes. doesn't know what happened to his son. Mm. Right? That's going to be brutal. Um, I hope it will happen off screen. Like, I don't want to see it. Like, I just don't want to know the reaction. Like, this is. The scene lightens at the end when Bucky tells Sam to call him when he has a lead on Carly. But not necessarily as a team because. They aren't that good. No, they're professionals. And partners. Yeah. More like co-workers. But, but they're really just a couple of guys with a mutual friend. But, but the friend is gone now, right? So they're really just a couple of guys. I can live with that. I can live with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we complete the arc between Sam, Sarah, the family boat. Oh, if I can Are real you quick. really going to let... Real quick, because I think this the second best line in this, because seeing two men have this really powerful moment where they're both vulnerable and they're both really talking to one another, the way that um, that Bucky ends that line and says, good talk. Like, damn. Like, that's how men should be able to learn from one another or when they have like a, like, you know, a butting of heads. Good talk. I'm with it. More vulnerable men. Yes. Yeah, that's good. I like it. You're true. It, that is, it, it's a really, really great scene. Um, I like that scene. I like this second scene in this episode between Isaiah and Sam. I think those two scenes really stand out as being really, really phenomenal scenes I mean, um, in the series altogether. This scene, the the, the 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 scene before the last scene with Wanda and Vision, like, it, it, this is, the, oh. like I said, the character stuff between these two series are out of this world good. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the point of these series, right? It's, yeah, they're it's taking the time. To get these character moments before we get these other massive blockbuster films. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get we get Sarah telling Sam, "Hey, are you really going to let Isaiah Bradley, you know, tell you what to do?" And then, ooh, what does the push in mean? Right? Does it mean what I think it means? And then we get the montage of him training with the shield. What? He's still just a guy, but he's a guy that by the end of this training knows how to throw a shield really. Well, Colby. <laughs> well, also, did you did you notice the choice to put Sam on the um, the left hand side of the screen when he was running? No, on the right. Yeah. You, no, no, right. no, no. Well, if you're facing the screen, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I see what you mean. <laughs> well, I can't remember. No, no, no. It's flipped. It's, it's on, on the right. right. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he would be on the left of somebody. <laughs> yeah. That is the point we're making here. He's always on the left somebody, guys. <laughs> well, now he would he would be on the left is what we're saying. They would be Cuz he's always been oh, on the he's right. Been on the right. I wow. did not notice this. We're going to have to rewatch that. We got to catch that. Uh Colby. Does he appropriately lack the self-respect enough to actually wield that shield? Well, this is the thing, right? 
the shield is a weapon. What it stands for is even more of a dangerous weapon. And that's the way that Isaiah Bradley sees the shield because of the symbol that it is, right? Um, He can't even stand to look at it. He even talked about the Pledge of Allegiance. Like, yo, they're really putting in a Colin Kaepernick storyline inside this Marvel series. Let's go! (laughs) I just, like, it, it really all depends upon the payoff. I think that Sam, he is now accepted like he's not gonna be, he's no longer gonna live by what he thinks Isaiah should think he is, what his family should think he is, even what he thinks he's just gonna be him. And I think ultimately, if he can be true to him, he is gonna shape and change what that symbol means. And that's that's his sole purpose is gonna drive him, right? So hopefully in episode six, when we have this huge showdown between himself and the flag smashers, by the end of the episode, America recognizes he's not the Black Falcon, he's not Sam Wilson. He is Captain America, and the ideal of him is shaped because he is Sam Wilson. I mean, just the fact mm-hmm. that because last I like that. last episode, I wasn't even saying I wanted a new Captain America, and just after one episode, they changed my mind. Because hmm. you see, I mean, he's I like a, he is a good man. Like he's a really, really better than Rhodey, right? Like, like he's he's a really, oh, yeah. really good man. Even the first time we got introduced to him, here's his army vet. Who's out here, like you know, giving these classes to help aid you know veterans in their like their daily lives? Like that's some good stuff. And he seems to get like not paid for anything at all. I've no idea yeah. how this man survived. Yeah. That, wow. That's the next spin off. Like that's what I want in season two is like to really understand like you know how the economics in this world work for superheroes <laughs> because I just, I just don't like he he said to the cops I don't have idea. You black man, you don't have ID. Like I don't, I'm the Falcon. I don't need ID. Like I, bro, that's only gonna get you butt so far, you know. So it's 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 wild. He is such a good man, right? Like he's equally as good, in my opinion, as what Steve is. Yeah, he's got. Well, he's definitely different. He's in his own, but he has characteristics that are of great value, yeah. like understanding that we're just human, understanding that they're just human, you know being on the same level as your enemy, like seeing them face to face and talking to him. These are talking to them. And then also walking away from things that other people would put value on. Like these are all great characteristics that he does share with um, Captain America, Steve but Rogers. he is, he, yeah, he's still his own. He's going to lift Mjolnir at some point. That'd be oh, cool. Come on, son. <laughs> that'd be uh, cool. That'd be something. Um, so next up, as we're wrapping up, Carly meets with a Frenchman, right, who brings her some weapons. The flag and smashers are in New York City. She plans to stop the GRC vote. <laughs> Yo, where the hell do they get their money and the ability to move around the world with such <laughs> ease? And this is my thing. If it's so easy to do this, why do you need to do it at all? Just create your own nation. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. Like, obviously, you have people in high places that can give you money and tech and passports and just... Just, oh God! All right, but they gotta go. She's descended from a Swiss, a Swiss uh, rich family, which is like she's a baron too. She got. She should go to Switzerland (laughs) and take all the people all over there. (laughs) Baroness, she's a baroness. She's a baroness. Baroness Uh, Morgan. (laughs) The Frenchman apparently wants to kill the Falcon. Yo, is this the same guy that talked to Sharon earlier? That's correct. Yeah. So that's the guy from Captain America: Winter Soldier. I don't know what his beef is specifically with Falcon. Right. So. So, again, talking about what you guys said earlier, that she might be the power broker, why would she set this up, right? She was working with them. She was helping them earlier. This is a very confusing this, moment. You guys so everything have to in that episode that women, three, throw it away. Women are really smart, 
and they're just ahead of you. And you don't know what they're going to do, but she's already finished. Brush it. <laughs> she's already finished. Uh, Keep in okay. mind, we do understand who she is, right? No, we yeah. don't. I don't Peggy, read the Peggy comments. Carter's she is, niece. And, and keep in mind, who is Peggy Carter's husband? Captain America, Steve Rogers. Who did Steve Rogers kiss in Captain America Civil War? No, no, no. Timelines are different, right? No, no, no. No, 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 no he no. fixed the timeline. <laughs> no, he did not fix it. Yeah. We'll get to that's that. That's not true. No, we'll get to that. All right. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not true. 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 That's That's blood, baby. No, no. That's not true. That's not true. So. That's not true. The episode ends. Two things happen. The GRC, whatever they are, gets disrupted. And then Sam opens the box. And what's of in the box? We don't see what's in it. Yeah, what's in the box? Guys, what's in the box? I mean, this has been confirmed, bro. The toy leaked last week, man. It's dope. This is the official Falcon America suit. The Wakandan vibranium enhanced super high tech nanotech suit. Like, it looks amazing. It's really exciting. <laughs> An exo. Suit. Okay. Yeah, the Exo Falcon suit. Like the Captain America vibranium suit with wings. So. Okay. 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 So, we're going to find that out next week. Right? I mean, we're supposed to. Lastly, we get a mid-credit scene. John Walker making his own discount Captain Captain America (laughs) shield. Listen. Because he is Captain America. This scene did me dirty. And let me tell you why. First of all, the opening sound. Yeah, it hammered like Iron Man. Like, a, Oh like, my God, it was and, such a trigger. And like the end of Endgame. Endgame ended with this hammer. And this was the last yes. thing. I don't ever, Marvel, I don't ever want to hear this sound ever again. <laughs> I don't agree you with dare you. dare disrespect Tony Stark like that. <laughs> it pissed me off. And then this poor guy, it's like... Nobody told him how the shield was made because it's a solid piece that it has painted stripes, my man. It's not different pieces of different colors. Also, who paints something first? Like, I could Like, it's a solid piece of metal. Like, it's going to break as soon as somebody hits it if you no, don't make it a solid it. piece. He welded it. No, that's not how it works. Those are called weak spots. I'm not even a welder and I know this. Wow. Yo, he just, it looks He's so- going to have to repaint after he, he welds it. And it's just regular paint. Like, yo, the moment it gets hit once, that paint is done. Like, it's not special this paint. Such, this is such a sad scene. Like, if we get rid of the it's sound. it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's super sad. Like, yeah. he doesn't even know how to make it properly. I know. It's, it's Poor a, it, baby. It's definitely, it's definitely a sad scene. Um, I think it's supposed to. I mean, it's just he's lost it, right? This he's, was my least favorite scene. Oh, absolutely. He's lost it. Um, That's it, guys. That is... uh. That is it. Unless anyone has any final thoughts on the episode. I don't ever want to hear that sound again. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely wasn't my favorite of the series so far and didn't live up to the expectations that I I set for it. Um, Just waiting for the payoff. 
in 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 this final episode. It's crazy. It, it's gone. It's coming gone so quick. You know, just wait for Colby after he watches the first three episodes of Loki, and then he will say, "Oh, I revisited episode five of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I loved right. it." You know, yeah, <laughs> yep. nah. yep. highly, I like it. Like, there's some, there's some good stuff here. Like I said, the character moments are top. I'm not super impressed with the action and stunt, co- you know, coordinating and choreography and stuff like that. I'm, like I said, your your show is only as good as your villain, and this villain is like hella weak. So um, I don't like, like Zemo meant nothing. He meant nothing. He was so inconsequential to the story. Well, listen, I think we're naive in thinking that Zemo knew when he went to that place, the memorial, he was getting caught. He knew. Yeah. I'm sure whatever he he did. It it took you longer to get here than I thought. Yeah. I'm sure whatever he did, he already did. Like, as soon as he dipped out, whatever plan he had. He did it. I hope so. I I really do. I really do hope like that was like somebody with like a so there there is there is a Hydra agent who um who can change his face. So I hope that that's not Zemo, right? Like <laughs> I really hope that like he Nothing pulls the mask. Like another yeah. scroll and uh... well, no, no. So there, there there's a Hydra agent. Like he has like this tech this uh, this mask technology where he could be able. To, I think it's called a mask. Um, where he could be able to like take any face completely, right? So I really hope that that's not Zemo and then we'd be able to get like this big reveal that he, like he's, I still need Zemo to be the mastermind of this because I cannot accept Carly Morgenthal as like our super antagonist. I just, I can't. <laughs> and because this, you know what's going to happen in the, se- in, in the series girl. finale? Sam, Sam is not going to kill her and I need her to die. I <laughs> Yeah, Sam's not going to kill her. I am. Not kill she her. turn. She would be good. She would be good. And you know what? And also, and, uh, give her pair, Dre. Bucky's going to die in this episode. No, he's not. No, yes, he's not. There's nothing. No, no. His story's done. There's nowhere that he. There's nowhere he can go. He's going to die. You shut your face. You shut your I'm face it, right now. I'm calling it. Bucky dies in this episode. Bruh. That is the prediction for the final episode of Colby Mac. I have. You know what? After that, I got no predictions. I can't even think. No. Oh, that whole thing. I can't even think. Incorrect. Like, you just like made my mind freeze. I, yeah, if you are correct, that, that's good. That's very upsetting. Um, that the power broker has got right. Uh, uh, Sharon has to play some sort of role in this coming up. Um, if she is the power broker, I mean, I'm thinking back. Zemo says he never saw the power broker, but he knew of them. But also. Zemo was in prison this whole time, so how would he have known about the power broker? Sharon couldn't have been the power broker before unless she replaced the power broker when the power broker died. It's very confusing. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, he knows of the power broker, but he's been in prison, so the power broker must have existed before he went to prison. But Sharon was not the power broker at that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot going on. So, if she is the power broker, I need a lot of explanation. But I guess it could work. They could make it work some way, somehow. And I hope I'd rather see something with Sharon. I don't want to see Bucky die. I'll be very upset. <laughs> Just some they, come on! It's like yeah. as soon as I like them, they die. Yeah, like they kill Tony. Don't kill. No. I'm not ready for this, bro. He might be correct so. because his deal he signed. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I hope done. he renews his contract. Off. Yeah, yeah. Done with this episode. Listen, that's it today. It's a depressing note that we're ending on. 
Thank you so much, Colby Mack, for your input. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you so they can go find more of your depressing work? Yeah, yeah if you well, like- you want you to find him. She's like, go bury, bury yourself. No, like, hey, no, 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 no. Come, ahead, come on. Come follow your boy for more of my inputs. You can follow me on all of the all the socials, at Colby Toby on Twitter, Instagram, um, no longer on Facebook, on TikTok, I'm on uh, Clubhouse. And uh, somebody asks you where you heard it from, you can tell them Colby Toby. Colby told me Bucky was going to die. Yeah, that's what Colby told me today. Uh, (laughs) Everybody, again, make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find us, helps us climb, helps us get better and better. Uh, You know, better reviews and just like. Well, just more accurate reviews. (laughs) More accurate. You know, with substance, intelligence behind them. Oh, stop it. Uh, (laughs) Again, it's quick. We appreciate it Uh, very, very much, team. Let the folks know where they can find you. You can find me at Ezerphoto. That's E-Z-E-R on Instagram. You can find me in the set corner, like uh, thinking about how Bucky will die. And uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mohamed Shama. <laughs> and you can find me smoking some ribs actually tomorrow morning with uh, with Pappy, uh, Desiree's grandfather. But uh, on the socials, I am at the Raul Nevada. But we or at M Report Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Minority Report Film on Facebook, and the website mreportpod.com. Check it out. Lots of good stuff on there, written reviews, all the goodies. Again, mreportpod.com. So, hey, be a part of the show. If you have a report, let us know. This is yours, Minority Report. We will see y'all next week for this final installment. Peace.